it's it's such a good time right now to delve deep into internal discovery you know um and you know the more that i reach those parts of myself the more prepared i will be in whatever setting or environment comes my way because if i can feel authentically myself from the inside um i can i can adapt and be in any place and time and be able to to be myself Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you are doing well, in good spirits, in your light, in your love. Love has been a recurring theme for me over the last few days. I was in a beautiful clubhouse room last night that was all about expanding our definition of love, how we give it, how we receive it. And even in my course, I had a session with a client and we're going through the root chakra and we're touching on how in order to truly receive and give love, you have to release the fear because where there is fear, love cannot exist and where there was love fear cannot exist i think i'm going to put that on the ig later because it's just so true um we have to show up in love in every aspect of our lives and to be able to move through the world fearlessly is really powerful so yes um i'm just going to be briefly touching on my weekend and the lessons that were showing up for me this week around surrendering control i talked about it in my mini so last week just coming into some realizations that my worrying was an attempt to show the universe how much i cared about a thing and i think that's just something we oftentimes pick up from our parents and caregivers you know they worry about us not getting hurt being safe not talking to strangers you know (laughs) whatever the case may be And we just replicate that energy into our lives. And so I had a very pivotal moment in my kitchen last week where I was just connecting to my higher self and finally telling spirit that it's not that I don't care. I just don't care to worry anymore. I don't care to worry about the outcome. I don't care to worry about being judged. I don't care about worrying, you know, about being good enough. I'm just ready to show up in love, to show up where my presence and energy is needed the most, and how I'm going to know when and where that is, is by following my intuitive guidance, following my intuition. This is Pisces season, y'all, and to be honest, I'm so grateful to be in this energy and to be getting these lessons around just trusting my intuition 
and releasing fear because uh, Aries season is a couple of days away. <laughs> and, you know, Aries season is that fire. It's all about action. So I really need to be in a space and a place that when my intuition hits, when my guidance is coming through, I'm ready to act on it. And I don't have fear and doubt and worry holding me back, making me second guess myself, making me overanalyze, overthink, having all this anxiety coming up. So, you know, I really had to get into this Piscean energy um, to just go with the flow, let go of the deadlines, let go of the schedules. You know, um, oftentimes we tend to put timelines on our manifestations, on our destiny, on all of that and it's just very limiting and it and it just brings up so much fear and worry about oh my god like is this going to take me closer to my path is this going to be the thing that takes me to where I want to be and I'm just realizing you know what when I show up in my work with love with purpose and intention everything just works itself out everything just unfolds that's been a word that's been coming up a lot lately just unfold and it's just allowing things to just show themselves to you and trusting whatever your intuition is asking you to receive from what's showing up in your life. Um, I think it's also important to define those occurrences and whatever's showing up, just making sure that you are defining them in a way that can that is nourishing and beneficial. That's something else, you know, talking to my client about my in our session I was like you know I've just kind of come to a place within myself where I am choosing to define things that come into my life circumstances lessons uh, in a way that is um nurturing to my growth and will allow me to see that everything is happening uh for me everything is pushing me further and closer to my destiny Everything is pushing me further and closer to myself, to my authenticity, and anything that is not doing that needs to be removed. And that's just that on that. Y'all know how I feel about that. It's just that on that. Um, and yeah, you know, just overall trusting our journey. I started rereading The Alchemist last week and it provided so much insight um, to being able to just live in the present moment and trust that every step we take is connecting us to our purpose. Like I said earlier, you know, connecting us to what we want. And my soul has shown me many glimpses of what is available for me to tap into, but the fear and the anxiety of not being able to achieve it when and how I want to, um, is really what has been stalling me from being able to receive it all because I'm not trusting the path that is being laid out for me to take uh, the journey towards my higher self. You know, I'm not trusting that it's going to take me or take me on the journey towards my higher self. <laughs> so that's just something that was coming up for me during the new moon. I had a beautiful new moon and daylight savings time. Um, <laughs> Uh, this past Sunday, my dear friend Aaron asked me to host a live meditation for his self-love Sunday on his company's IG Live, Paper Therapy. Um, you can follow them at Paper Therapy Cards. I will link um, the meditation in the show notes. But it was really beautiful and I thoroughly enjoyed just being of service and showing up for the collective. 
um, I talked about authentic self-love and how it's really important for us to figure out how that looks and feels for us um, individually because my self-love may not be the same as how your soul would want to experience self-love. So we just have to take that time and search within our hearts and, you know, figure out what resonates with us. And then later that day, I did an engagement shoot for a friend of mine, which I hadn't photographed. It's been a little minute since I've photographed anybody besides myself. <laughs> um, and it felt really good to to be shooting again. Uh, my friend that I that I did um, the engagement shoot for, her name is Megan. And uh, we, we actually used to work together in fashion um, at the company that I was like, mm -mm, I deuced out on. Yeah, that company. <laughs> um, so I photographed her and her fiance, Freddie, at Central Park at sunset. And it was so, so beautiful. Cold as all hell. Uh, I went out there with just a jacket because it was supposed to be 52 degrees. Um, but I forgot where I lived. I live in New York. And um, 52 degrees in March ain't shit. <laughs> and it was windy. It was so windy. That 52 degrees didn't mean nothing. Um, yeah, so no coat and a scarf. And damn near froze my ass off. Uh, I had to wear her coat. And she wore her fiance's coat during the majority of the shoot. Uh, and it worked out perfectly because it matched uh, her dress a lot. Because she had this uh, like leopard uh, faux fur, faux fur coat. And she was wearing this really beautiful, um, dress that was this floral dress. Um, so the fur coat was, would have clashed, <laughs> but she wore her fiance's coat, which it just looked really beautiful. It's just very symbolic of, you know, just her, um, joining in union with, with him and, and him, you know, just, taking her under his wing, protecting her, loving her. It was a really beautiful shoot during golden hour. Um, I mean, it was super romantic, cinematic. The lighting was just perfect. You could just see the love between them. It was just oozing um, out of them. And it really inspired me. Uh, so I was just really grateful to be able to have experienced that with them and so honored that they asked me to do their engagement photos. So um, it was that was just a really beautiful way to start the to start the week off. Um, I was a bit under the weather after that, you know, be, <laughs> but all good, all all good. It was it was well worth it. I just rested up afterwards Monday and Tuesday. Got a lot of rest, a lot of naps, um, but nonetheless, I entered the week on a very beautiful note. And my gratitude is just so immense. I forgot how much I loved photographing. And I don't know, engagement shoots might be my, I don't know. I might, if you're in the New York area and you have a, you're recently engaged, please let me know. Shout me out if you need, if you need some photos, because it, it was just, it was so beautiful. I enjoyed it. It was a beautiful experience. They really, really, really love each other. And I know that came across through. Uh, the images. I'm. I just. I'm going to be editing those this weekend. Looking so forward to that, y'all. Tell y'all the lighting was perfect. And then we went out for Irish coffees afterwards. Freddie was like, "My treat, you know, come join us um, for Irish coffees." We had macaroons. Very cute. Very sweet. They're they're just a fabulous couple. I love them. I love 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 them. I'm so so happy for them. But but yeah, that was just, just such beautiful experiences this weekend. 
So for our episode today, I have an interview with my dear friend, Carlene Shankle. I know this episode was supposed to come out last week, but you know what? It just wasn't the right timing for me personally, I suppose. My energy just wasn't, it's just, I wasn't there fully. So I was able to show up this week, went through our, our my episode, edited it, edited it, <laughs> Uh, and got so much insight and wisdom from our discussion and from, you know, speaking with her. Uh, we actually met through a friend, a mutual friend. Um, he was like, Hey, um, my, uh, a friend of mine needs, um, some photos done for his clothing line. You know, can me, me and my friend, my roommate, who's also a photographer, he was like, you know, can you guys come out and take some shots for him, um, for his clothing line? And we're like, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we show up and Carlene is there gorgeous as ever. So that was the first time I ever met her. She was one of the models, um, for this shoot and we just connected from then. She's a part of this beautiful collective called Soldega. And she's also a yoga instructor with Heel House, who I've mentioned before, because um, they were very instrumental in my spiritual reawakening and just having a really beautiful space and place um, dedicated towards people of color to deepen their spiritual journeys and paths. And um, so, yeah, it was just, it was just full circle because um, at the time my roommate was very familiar with Soldega. I was new new to them. Um, but I was very well aware of um, Hill House because it had such a beautiful impact on me. So it was, it was like I said, it's just a full circle moment. And I'm so grateful we've, we've photographed um, her on several occasions and been able to work uh, with her. And she's just a, such a beautiful soul. And you're going to hear that in this interview where we talk about following our intuition. Um, she tells me about her creative process. Uh, we talk about how she works with different aspects of God, giving ourselves permission to flex and just being authentic through and through. Uh, she just dropped a new song and visual called Orbit, which is linked in the show notes. It's amazing. So definitely go and check it out. And I really hope you guys enjoy this interview with this super talented yogi and singer-songwriter. Super insightful, such a beautiful soul, such a beautiful spirit. Um, thank you so much, Carlene, for for sitting down and speaking with me. I love you so much. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy. Yes, thank you <laughs> for joining me. I'm so, so excited. Me too. Yes. So tell me, how was your day? My day has been beautiful. Um, had a beautiful start of the day with a great meeting. It's my mother's birthday today. Yes. Happy birthday, mom. Yes. I'm so proud of my mother. My mother has come so far in her resiliency and spiritual growth. My mother had a long journey with severe mental depression and the start of COVID was sort of a breaking point for my mom, a beautiful one. And my mom is doing very well. And I'm so grateful to God to be able to say that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Listen, mm -hmm. No, I, I know the thing too about that depression now. Yeah. I'm grateful to hear that. That's beautiful. Very inspiring. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. How was your day? My day was good. Um, 
I've actually been I've been working a lot today, but in a good way, like just prepping for my course, launching my course and stuff and just getting all that um, organized and and um, that's been a lot of fun. So I was supposed to take a nap, but I was so like into it. I was like, well, I don't need a nap. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> late last night because um, well, I think I think I just had coffee way late in the day and I've I've been going a few weeks without coffee like I went from like having one cup of coffee like every day and then I ran out of coffee and I was like you know this would be a good time to just take a little break you know and um just chill out from the coffee because I drink it just for the taste of it um but I think just my body being off of it for those few weeks even though I drink like green tea or whatever but it's not the same as coffee (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was up to like two o'clock and I was like why am I wide awake like normally because I've just gotten in such a good routine with going to bed like on time like mm-hmm. 11 o'clock 11 30 at the latest am I up <laughs> yes I do understand I, I teeter between tea and coffee and coffee alternatives I will say Heel House um, has a really great coffee alternative. Yes. If you're ever curious. What's it called? It's just, it's actually their homemade blend. I think it's, uh, it's, it comes from a mushroom. I'm not as knowledgeable about the exact ingredients, but I can find out for you. I just know that they offer a really great alternative. Yes, please do. Um, I've I've mentioned them on here because they were like super huge when I first kind of got into my spiritual awakening because they were like right around the corner from where I used to live at. So I was like, oh, what is this little spot around here? And so it kind of became my little safe haven until, you know, until quarantine hit. But I know they still have like stuff going on online. Absolutely. Everything has moved online and What's really sort of miraculous about that process, you know, because in the beginning, it's tricky for everybody, but it gives mm-hmm. access to a larger community and family because we can very true. Across, I mean, from around the world. So mm-hmm. that's been such a joy to see and connect with. Yes. And I know you've had um, a few classes on there. What's that like when you're teaching online? Because yeah. Well, I guess you can tell the people everything that you're into, everything that you, you know, all that you're about. Yeah. So I'll start by saying um, my name's Carlene, Carlene Schenkel. I'm based here in Brooklyn, New York. I'm originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. I was also born in Copenhagen, Denmark. So I am a product of Danish parent and a Southern North Carolinian. So there's a little bit of everything going on there. Very grateful though for my my heritage, my background. And now I am based in Brooklyn. Clinton Hill, Brooklyn is home for me now. I am a singer songwriter and yoga instructor. And those are my my primary um, avenues of creativeness and wellness and I'm very grateful to have both in my life right now. Um, In regards to yoga, um, I am a yoga instructor with a wellness space called Heal House, which is a wellness space of all healing modalities, including yoga, meditation, acupuncture, astrology, 
individual therapy, Reiki, healing facials, the works. I know I probably didn't mention one or two things, but it really is a family of healing. But more importantly, it is a wellness space that outreaches to the community, the diverse community, people of color. And it's, you know, one of the first wellness spaces to create that safe space for people of color to heal. So I'm very grateful to be a part of the Heal House community. And it's been such a launch pad for my own growth and my teaching. And just to go back to your original question of, you know, what was it like starting to teach online? And it's such an interesting question and it holds so much growth in it. For me in the beginning, it was really um, a transition, you know, and it was a little uncomfortable in the beginning. I didn't quite know how to use the platforms yet and especially with Zoom. So, you know, it was sort of like, learning just a new trade. I had to really tap into being patient and allowing for there to be um, imperfections, you know, in their own right. And for me, it was it was about connection, and I just didn't know if I was going to be able to make that connection through a virtual experience. So it was tricky, but as time went on, like anything, you know, that you begin to have practice with and you begin to learn how to be patient with yourself, it has begun to blossom. And there is this connection that can still be had through the virtual experience. And I've been so grateful to see that develop and grow. And it's given me a lot of confidence as a teacher because, you know, I, of course, the, the human connection, the, the actual classes, of course, I miss. I really, really miss that, that connection. And being able to align my students to give them that that ethical and safe touch to where they can go deeper, right? Into their classes. Yeah, because I know even from with my experience with you, mm-hmm. we had we had a session once and I was like, and that was my first time ever having like a one-on-one session. Like I've gone to yoga classes, like group classes or whatever. But just to have that one-on-one experience with you, like I really took a lot of of the techniques that you had taught me you know just as like as you said just as far as aligning in certain positions like I really carried that with me through my practice you know alone because I was like oh like Lean told me to do that and oh wait a minute I've been doing that and I didn't even realize I was you know like maybe slouching down in certain positions or not really like extending the full length mm, of my spine or whatever that's so beautiful wow I'm, I'm so I'm so happy to hear that that I could be of service to you in that way yeah Yeah, you know, so much of what I give in my healing and yoga is the very thing that I've received from other teachers. And that's really the most beautiful thing. One of the most beautiful things about the practice is the exchange, right? How much we learn from each other as teachers and even the exchange between student and teacher. And that exchange 
really showed up through even the virtual um, experience. And I have to say, it's it's been really beautiful. And I look forward to continuing to teach online and also getting back to, to real life classes. As you said, you know, the experience of having someone touch you and direct you in a way where you can feel the difference is, is a much different experience than someone just mm-hmm. telling you, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. So, um, but at the same time, I'm so grateful I can connect with so many different people, again, from around the world and that they have access to this to this practice in this way, especially since we're, you know, confined to our homes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm, I'm very curious, um, you know, what did 2020 really look like for you? Mm. Ooh, 2020 was very interesting, as I'm sure it was for a lot of people. I mean, pre-COVID, 2020 was quite busy for me. Um, And when I say busy, I was being pulled in many different directions. And I was, I would say I was a little distracted because I was being pulled in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's, it's almost a bit of like a blur to me if I'm, I'm really honest about this. Yeah. It was really much a a blur and I was having these sort of premonitions before COVID happened. I was having these really intense dreams and they were almost like preparing me for what was to come And I was actually supposed to go, and this is going to segue me into my, um, my music Mm -hmm. and and being an artist within, within the music industry. I was supposed to go to Denmark in March to write for a singer in Denmark, an R&B singer Mm. Mm -hmm. with a producer that I've been working with for a couple of years now. And I was so excited but all these sort of things were coming up, these premonitions, these dreams. My friend, she had, um, who lives in Sweden, she had been messaging me, can you bring me some masks? And can you bring oh. me some, like, sanitizer? <laughs> and I woke up to these messages the next day. She had sent this the night before. And mm-hmm. it hit me, and it was like, girl, you cannot go to Denmark right now. (laughs) And this was, you know, we were starting to hear about the virus. It was still sort of uncertain how Mm -hmm. serious it was, but it was just a feeling, you know? It was a feeling in my body that was telling me, girl, you need to slow down. You need to process you know, mm. everything that you're feeling and everything that's, that's, that's being received here. So I made a choice and I made a choice not to go. And I, you know, the ticket was paid for, I was so mm-hmm. excited, but I needed to honor my instincts. I needed yeah. to listen to that inner voice that was speaking to me very clearly. And so, you know, 
I messaged my girlfriend. I said, girl, I'm not coming. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to find those masks somewhere else. Oh. And I, and I, of course, had to have a conversation with the producer. And I just had yeah. him. I said, listen, you know, I'm so down. I'm ready. But I just have a feeling that I need to stay home for right now. And, you know, he was disappointed. And he yeah. he was he was a little bit on the fence about everything. He was like, I don't know how serious it is, but you know, all I could do was use my voice and say, Hey, let's, let's reschedule. So Mm -hmm. it happened. So we rescheduled and sure enough, the following week, everything was in full effect. The lockdown Mm. was in full effect. Um, and it was the best decision I could have made for myself. Literally, wow. Denmark had also closed its borders and you couldn't even go there. Right. So right. it was, you know, that's that's higher power. And it's there if we're if we're able to pause. Absolutely. And we're able to to listen to those instincts and that inner voice that is so powerful if we allow it to, to guide us. So yes, 2020 was a bit of a blur and, you know, but COVID happened and it gave me a new opportunity and like for so many, and I've, I've talked about this with other friends to really evaluate mm-hmm. what's, what's really, really crucial and important. And for me, it was about, finding, having more community, you know, in healing, especially like I have a beautiful community that I'm part of in healing and being able to have a bit of stillness in the world. Cause really the world kind of was put on pause. So it was like this permission being given to everyone to reflect. And, you know, there were times where it was very challenging and uncomfortable. And then there's been very beautiful moments of revelations and yes. and 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 real openings in in my spirit and um I'm grateful for that you know post covid I mean it's still going on but you know I'm just grateful yes. I'm grateful that I've had I've had this time and I still have this time to go deeper within myself to explore yes. all facets of myself um, and yeah, <laughs> that, that would be, no, that would be I guess, my long explanation of 2020. <laughs> um, but honestly, I fully resonate with you a hundred percent because I was, um, definitely on that same wavelength as well. Just once I kind of got over the, I guess the shock and awe of it all, I was like, oh no, like now I have time to like do everything that I was having to rush to do before because whether you know running to work or whatever and so once I really was able to like accept that and appreciate that then like you said those portals were just like bursting open I was just getting so much insight and wisdom mm. so for me 20 was just like my safe haven because I felt like the whole two years before like I was out here wilding like I got I feel like I got all of it out <laughs> so when 2020 hit I was like cool like yeah let's let's stay in (laughs) like let's be still (laughs) it's so amazing how um moments of stillness and 
just slowing down completely can reveal so much. Yeah. It's it's been such an eye-opening experience for not just myself but watching so much of like my own community and friends and family like mm-hmm. flourish and then you know some of you know some of my my community is you know it's still challenging for them as well but i have to say this was needed it truly was i feel like yeah feel like yes. we all needed this permission whether absolutely whether it's working in our favor or not you know we'll all sort of find our way through this but there's a lot to be revealed and a lot to learn from this experience a hundred percent and I think once we just accept it for that you know it it just takes a lot of all of the the worry I feel like away Mm -hmm. you know and the fear and, and all of that and we just allow ourselves to just be here in the present moment and and deal with what's in front of us today absolutely absolutely yeah so I want to talk a little bit about um or more I should say more about you know your music and and uh how you balance everything Mm, yes Ooh, I will say I'm always working on balance (laughs) Mm. I feel like that's a lifelong um practice Yes. (laughs) Um, But I definitely have routine. I think routine and structure are important for me as an artist. And Mm -hmm. it's very easy to, you know, I'm a free spirit at the same time, you know, and I've been very used to kind of approaching my creative process in a very sort of, you know, spontaneous and on the fly experience, which is, which is great. I appreciate those moments too, but I also have benefited from finding a routine and structure mm-hmm. for my life. Yeah. You know, um, for me, I start my day with a meeting and, and this meeting is part of a program that it that has been very helpful for me in my mental health and my spiritual growth as mm. um, as a person who grew up who grew up in a home of of addicts and trauma and mm. you know physical abuse so for me it's been very paramount to start my day off with this it's in a sense group therapy and yeah and this this I I attend this meeting Monday through Fridays and it's been so so powerful and it's a 12-step program I will say that I I won't go further because we're we're not allowed um to reveal within press or any sort of platforms but I will say it's been very paramount for me and my growth as an individual spiritually mentally and just taking out or carving out that time for myself in the beginning of the day sort of sets the tone for the rest of my day and that allows for me to have a space that feels light 
and feels open for creativity. So Mm -hmm. I have my breakfast, I go to my meeting, and I usually teach a yoga class at noon. Um, This is with Heal House, or it is with my personal Zoom classes. And then after my yoga class, I have a nice lunch, and then I move on to being creative musically. And Mm -hmm. for me, I'm still learning how to fine tune my routine with music, you know, because I, I don't want to be too regimental with that. You know, there is a lot of splendor and a lot of, how can I say this, excitement and in writing music and singing Mm -hmm. from a place of, of freedom. And there's a lot of freedom when you're feeling mentally and spiritually receptive. So, you know, after I've sort of created this, you know, routine for myself, healthy routine in the beginning, then I sort of leave the day open for myself to explore my voice, explore, explore my writing and listen to a lot of music. That has been very um, paramount for me um, is searching for artists that are, that I resonate with, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and sounds that, that are healing and unique and it's you know you have to search you have to search yeah for (laughs) quality music and I mean that's subjective everybody's you know version of quality of music is different but for me Mm -hmm. um, I have found myself searching not digging because we have great platforms like Spotify which the algorithms are incredible but still Mm -hmm. and yet I'm collecting all of this great music and it's it's been very inspiring but I've also been really into uh, raga music, traditional Indian music. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And um, it's been a great sort of introduction to um, chanting, which kind of oh. incorporates uh, yoga and music. It does, absolutely. So that's been a oh. nice sort of merging of the two for me is getting back into Vedic chanting, which there's a lot of Ooh. healing and this in the frequency of the sounds and the Sanskrit, you know, language. So yeah, I, I I know I'm sort of teetering off, but I will say a healthy routine that that approaches my my spirit and my mind mm-hmm. right away and my body, because I'm teaching a class and, and practicing afterwards, it allows for there to be an open portal for creativity in my music. Mm. So yes, that's, that, that would be. No, I love that. And that makes a lot, a lot of sense as even as you were just like explaining all that, I was like, yes, like that makes so much sense. I often find myself trying so hard to make sure I'm like the most productive throughout the day. And I'm still learning to balance like my more spiritual practices as they're kind of transitioning into you know, basically my, my like a new form of career now. And so I'm, I find myself still kind of um, holding on to those old ways of, I guess, productivity, if mm-hmm. you will. 
um, which is more like, no, sit down, like do this, be still, like write this out, like da 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 da, you know, kind of like, I guess, more masculine energy. Yeah. And, um, but, but no, the way you described that, I was like, I, I could just literally see your day. And I was like, yes, like I need more f- like flow and flu- like fluidity and spontaneity. So mm-hmm. I, I love that. Thank you for sharing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I, I want to say as well, like I resonate with you too. Like each day also is so different, you know? Mm-hmm. One day creativity will be flowing and I'll be feeling good. And there'll be other days where, you know, I'll slip into old thinking and old narratives Mm -hmm. that aren't true, you know, whether it be doubt or fear or confusion, but the difference is now is that I have healing resources and rituals that I can turn to when I have those moments Mm -hmm. and, and also just learning to allow the day to be a day, however that looks, Mm -hmm. you know, and practicing, uh, imperf- being imperfect, Im- imperfect, because a lot of that, mm-hmm. I totally resonate with the, with the need to be productive and that validating my experience in life. Mm-hmm. You know, we spoke of this, um, but there's so much, there's so much wonder and exploration to be had in, in being bored. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Girl, do you I do not know I'm, when you said that I literally was just like I don't know when's the last time I was I've been bored like <laughs> like it's so easy to like beat yourself up when you're not really sure what to do or you're bored man. and it's like it's incredible how the human mind can sort of spin these narratives in a way where it's like, no, this is wrong. You know, you need to be doing this and that. And then it's an opportunity to get on the social media and, and it's like a domino effect. And it's like, no, it's, it's okay. It's like, you know, giving ourselves permission, right. Mm -hmm. To be bored. And that's what really this whole thing is, is about where, you know, even with COVID to go larger with it, you know, we've really had to be creative with our time, yeah. with our space. And so I'm just, I'm learning to be okay with being bored. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that was a word. Cause that, no, that literally triggered me. I was like, bored. I don't even know when the last time I heard that word. <laughs> I know it's like a scary thing to say, but it's so, it's so releasing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. yeah it is yeah it is it just really like brought me back to like teenage like my mm-hmm. adolescence you know when you like when you literally would be bored you're like like I don't want to do anything or I, I can't find anything to do quote unquote or whatever that's what I, I could just like see younger me like in my room like literally yeah bored. and <laughs> you know it's not like you're gonna stay there forever it's just an opportunity right. to observe and to see where you can find more exploration and, and wonder because, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's interesting. There's, you know, there's a, yeah, there's just, there's, there's opportunities there, even in the, um, what's the word I'm looking for in the monotony of, mm-hmm. um, of just being, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but 
No, I definitely, <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, that spirit would just show me like, when you are in that monotonous place, like that's, that's a great opportunity for your mind to expand. Yeah. So that's when you just kind of have to like stretch how you perceive things and, and, and your perception and how you define things. Cause we're taught to like the definition of something is like, it's permanent. It's forever yeah. and always. And, you know, but when you, you're talking about like the spiritual form, like your essence, your soul, your being, your existing, that is constantly in motion. If we allow it to be, you know, it does not, we are not just these one dimensional mm. beings. And that's why I realized, I mean, that's why I feel like um, so many people now are really seeing that they are multifaceted, multidimensional. They, you know, I, they don't just sing. They don't just do yoga. They don't just do this one thing. It's like they do everything. And I feel like once we give ourselves that permission to be everything that we feel and that we see for ourselves, it's just like liberation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I so resonate with that, you know being in a place of acceptance and and allowing ourselves to be our authentic selves mm-hmm. is very mm. much the definition of freedom to me. You know? Yes, yes. And I've been tapping in so yeah. deep to my authenticity because I've just been having to understand that it is, is a part of my calling and also the reason why I experience so much, you know, like, trauma in my childhood because I wasn't allowing myself to be authentic I wasn't surrounding myself in social settings and groups and dynamics that you know really allowed for that to to be explored and expressed and so as I'm getting older and I'm realizing how it is literally like the core of my existence I cannot you know not be in places where I am not able to fully be myself and express myself however that may be in that moment you know it's not any standard it's just it's a feeling it's an emotion you know and I think you know once we allow ourselves to tap into our emotions and our feelings and expressing Mm -hmm. those you know you you're just kind of in a different place absolutely absolutely it's it's such a good time right now to delve deep into internal discovery you know um and you know the more that I reach those parts of myself, the more prepared I will be in whatever setting or environment comes my way. Because if I can feel authentically Mm -hmm. myself from the inside, um, I can, I can adapt and be in any place and time and be able to, to be myself. And that, that's really powerful. And, and that's what I want to continue to do is to continue to, to practice that work first, you know, with myself so that when, you know, the world opens back up, we are prepared for, for new experiences, new environments. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I completely, completely resonate. I love that. And I'm also curious too, is, how all of this has been influencing your music you know you know you said you've been digging for songs and you've been really into the raga music do you see yourself really incorporating those styles into your new upcoming music it's so interesting yes and you know I have 
I do have a new song and visual that I'm going to be releasing soon. It's a little, there are okay. definitely spiritual um, undertones, mm, which I is love great. That. But then there's also a little bit of flexing. There's a little bit of like. Okay, listen, you got to have, listen, you got to let them know now. Okay, you know, you already know, Liam. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I have <laughs> You got to let ego pop out every now and then. It is okay. Like, she got to. I'm so grateful for your response because sometimes I have to give myself that permission. Sometimes as as healers and as people in wellness, it's, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, sometimes the narratives can tell me. Let me let me keep it eye-based. Can tell me, oh, you know, you're a yoga teacher, so you need to have you know, this way of being and speaking and acting. And, and I've, you know, this year I've really been shedding those layers because no, yeah. I don't need to be a certain way. Or I, I don't need to be mm-hmm. a vegetarian or a vegan. I don't need to dress a certain way or talk a certain way. I just need to be myself and do it from a place of love. Yes. And, and that has been very revelational for me. So in this song, it speaks to when you reach your higher self and you're doing Mm -hmm. that work, the, the people around you, the team around you, the community around you starts, you align essentially. You're surrounded by like-minded people and the song is called Orbit. So you know, mm. visually, you know, you have a beautiful energy that orbits around you when you're doing it first for yourself. Yeah, you know, it's that law of attraction. So, the song is is I'm I'm really proud of it, and it's a lot of divine feminine energy. It's a lot of owning your mm. badassness, you know, yes. and shining your bright. Excuse me, shining your light. That's what I meant to say shining your light as bright as you can and not dimming it for anyone. You know, a, a beautiful yes. person had, you know, told me once, like, shine your light and tell them to put sunglasses on. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Right? I love that. I love, I love that. I love that because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's so real. You, It's like, it's... It's so beautiful to own that. Mm-hmm. And and that's really what I'm I'm sending out into the universe with this song. I love that. You know, especially for women. And this is such a beautiful time for women. The divine feminine energy right now is just so powerful. So it's strong. She so she listened, she had to tap my shoulder over the weekend. Like, look, sis, I need you to get in line, honey, because you've been over here on the other side, which is cute. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? You need both of them, yes. but I need you to get over here right quick. Yes, there's so many amazing female activists and musicians and politicians and you know creatives in general that are out here shedding their light and it's beautiful it's just Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful to watch so I want to keep echoing that in my music yeah and so I'm excited I'm super duper duper excited to release this single it's just it's catchy it's fun yes 
Yeah, and it's got- when is it going to be uh, dropping? Mm, in in March. In oh, perfect! March what? Oh. You have a date set? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say a date just in case. Uh, my distribution is like, no, it can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me know because if it, you know, we can work something out. We can have the podcast and the and the single. You know, everything Ooh, can be aligning. That'd be amazing. Yeah, because I, I know this is this is gonna be, this is gonna be in March. Um, I I don't remember the date that I had set for it yet, but I did set a date. Um, and I'll I'll let you know. But but yeah, let yeah. me know. We can it can if if, if it. Is around the same time, then absolutely, I can definitely do that. Yes, it's yeah. gonna be. I'm I'm so excited to release this. This is a song that I've sat on for a while because I had a very specific vision visually, mm-hmm. but but I'm okay with the sitting. I I say that, and I smile because you know, it was such a beautiful process shooting the music video for this song oh so it's already shot it's already shot it's 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 wonderful wow and it was such you know this is this will be my um my fourth visual okay and this is a product of an artist collective that i'm part of called soldega yeah we'll talk about them too yeah an all black female artist collective who i am so grateful to have been connected with mm-hmm. it was a beautiful manifest a, a beautiful manifestation that i had asked higher power for wow and that i believed in and i received and these other women have been so paramount in my artist journey and it's you know because i felt so isolated as an artist at one point mm. I needed that support and community and I'm so grateful that I've been given that opportunity to connect with other like-minded women like myself. And, you know, it has taken my artistry to the next level and these beautiful women along with some other beautiful female artists have been a part of this project. So I, it's, it's so much more than just, a single to me or me getting um, recognition, but it really mm-hmm. allows for a whole team of other women to be recognized. And for that, you know, I'm very, very proud of. Mm, I love that. Oh, wow. I'm super excited to see this visual. Yes, girl. Oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> exciting. It's so exciting. I feel you. I've definitely been getting the call to do some music and I actually was introduced by um introduced to a producer whose like music I, I really um resonated with a hundred percent they mm. actually um the intro to this podcast is is by him so mm. um uh, I've and I've already written a couple of songs to, to some of his beats so I've been I've been feeling the call to like tap back into music. I'm just like in such a different place mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of that. It's like it's just such a new layer and era of me. It's like I need some new music, you know. And I feel like 
going back to what we were saying earlier about the ego and, you know, having to flex a little bit. This project for me is also very much so that, and I, I had a moment myself where, cause I have a song that I wrote called telepathy and it's, 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 mm. you know, it's got a little, she's got a little attitude and, um, I definitely kind of was going back and forth with myself as well. Like, Ooh, is this going to send the wrong message? But I'm like, no, this was no, like, no, this is me having a moment. Like it's, it's in fun, but it's also just, you know, an it's, it's, it's an, it's a sense of expression. It's an expression of self. Right. And I feel like Absolutely. that is what art is for. That's what our creative essence is for is to express ourselves. If we feel in a little, like we want to give some lip, then we gonna give some lip. If we feeling like we need to speak our truth and you know be gentle or soft or whatever, then we're gonna do that too. Like we can do it all. Absolutely. I mean, expression comes in so many different forms, mm-hmm. and it should be honored. You know. Yes. There's always an opportunity as a creative to make more music and to mm-hmm. shift and to. And to grow and, and, and that's sort of like the beautiful journey of it all. You know, it's, it's the process, right. Mm. You know, and there's, there's so much joy in just sharing, you know, like there used to be this, you know, hesitance sometimes with myself in the past of like, oh, maybe it doesn't sound like this or that. I'm not, I'm just Mm -hmm. going to put it out and maybe I should just wait longer. And, you know, and that really held me back. It's like, I'll never get a chance to know unless I'm, you know, risk averse that I take that, that step, that leap and just, you know, giving it away. Mm -hmm. I had a beautiful conversation with Kelsey Liu. She's an incredible artist. And I was about to say, wait, that name sounds so familiar. She's, she's, she's incredible. She's, She's next level, and she's originally from North Carolina, but she she had come over um, my crib. My my partner is in music and part of a mm-hmm. collective as well, and we were you know I was sharing my experience of you know music and sort of my challenges, and she said this really. <laughs> she first of all, she was just hilarious, like just. <laughs> such light energy really really Mm. pleasure to to meet her but she she used this (laughs) I'm trying to find the best way of of saying this but basically basically she took a a Lord of the Rings character yes (laughs) you know the little is it Gollum (laughs) yes girl yes girl what did she that do? Creepy little creature. She was, yes. kind of, she was like, girl, don't be like the him, you know, like my passion. <laughs> when it comes to holding on to your music. And I just Yo, died. I literally died. I was like, this girl is <laughs> on point. It was so. That's was so like, real. Oh my God. That's hilarious, so hilarious. And it was on point. It was like, why do we feel the need to grip so tightly, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, you know, but that, of course, that's, that's all internal stuff. Yeah. It has to be worked through and it'll sit in your body if you let it, you know, I mean, even that little creature, I mean, 
He was hunchback. He was ugly. He was like, ooh. Okay, listen, that that greed got to him, okay? You know what I'm saying? The ego, yes. It's so symbolic. I'm Mm -hmm. so symbolic. And so when there's like this final surrender and letting go, there's just then all these sort of opportunities and gifts can be had if you want yeah, them. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll never forget that, that moment I had with her and um, grateful, grateful. She shared that, that wisdom with me in that way. And, yeah. and just, and the humor too. Shit. The shit no, that was, I could, I, cause I could, I could see her. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Because I'm sure there was a face, everything. It was probably like body language, oh all of it that went with it. She's like, and because she, she's she's such a, an expressive artist and so, and puts her whole body into it. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like next level. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's part of the process. It's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. And. We have an opportunity right now to be present for it. Yes, that's real. That's surrender. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm. I've been having to uh, get real familiar with her because Mm -hmm. I, I, that's something I've been, I have been struggling with, but Mm -hmm. I am coming to learn that the less I try to force fight and, you know, push through, push through, push through when I should really be stepping back, receiving, surrendering, trusting, and just showing up, you know, just as I am, you you get so much more. And I'm just starting to understand that literally every day. Like, I feel like that's been my lesson this week, to be honest, of just mm-hmm. like, you don't have to overdo, overanalyze, overwork, overthink, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You just gotta show up as you are, do the best that you can do, and that's good enough mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's good enough like as long as you are trying I feel like that's what we that's what we are like like that's the part that's conditioned out of us you know mm-hmm. it's like just trying doing your absolute best yeah. is good enough it doesn't need to be perfect like you were saying earlier that that per that perfectionism that's something that I also have to like work around and work through and all of that because that that will stagnate you as well. And that's something that's held me up for so long mm-hmm. to, to from moving that, that fear that, Oh, it's not perfect. It's not ready. It's like, what if they judge me? Or what if it's not this? Or what if it's yeah, not that? It's yeah. Like, No, like it is because you are. So it, it is perfectly fine. Like your, your imperfections make you perfectly you. That's something spirit told me this week. Like you just gotta like, not be so caught up and so worried and focused on whether or not it's perfect and just show up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I felt that deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a work in progress though. You know, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is practice. Yeah. And I think just the more I learn these ideas these concepts get this wisdom gain this knowledge clarity it's like my I see my spiritual practice constantly evolving you know as I as I grow and really am able to integrate these these ideas right these belief systems Mm -hmm. um, into a way of being a way of existing and I'm not having to think about it so much because it's just you know it's coming naturally Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah, just trusting, trusting the journey. You like you said, it's a journey. You gotta trust the journey. Yes. I love that word. It's my word for the year, trust. It's a tradition that I have mm. with my family. Mm. And that we share a word on Christmas Eve that we want to lead into the new year with. And for me it was trust. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big word. It's that's a big, big, big word. Yeah. Um because I feel like it has so much, it ties so much into um, our trust, trusting ourselves initially. That's what really what, what it comes down to at the end of the day is really trusting our guidance, trusting our emotions, whatever, whatever we're feeling in that moment at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just being able to, to know that if we allow it to, there is a power, there is, um, an energy beyond us, greater than us, that is here to take care of us, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We just have to stop fighting it so much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, for me, it's trust comes in all forms. Yeah. It's, you know, the biggest sort of, you know, trusting um, relation, how can I put this? The for me, it's trusting higher power, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for, 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 for anyone, right? right. For me, I've, I've cultivated what that feels like, what that yeah. looks like. And when I'm able to trust that, that power that is greater than myself, then it moves through me and helps mm-hmm. me to make the best decisions for myself, it gives me clarity. It gives me um, strength. It gives yeah. me um, knowledge. It gives me patience, mm-hmm. and you know that is is really what's been important for me is having that that connection with higher power for me. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you had made a really great point. We were um, talking the other night about how that shows up for you. And I'd mm-hmm. love for you to speak to that again because you, the way you put it, it was so beautiful. I, I don't know. It, it was such a, vi- like a visual description. It was, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll just say, you know, growing up, in the South, you know, I was raised in, in North Carolina Mm -hmm. and, you know, my father's background is, you know, it's Southern black Mm -hmm. and Baptist. And so for me in my childhood, you know, higher power or God was sort of, you know, forced onto me, you know, I didn't have a choice in regards to what my higher power looked like or felt like, you know, Mm -hmm. it was sort of like, you know, this is how God works. You know, it just seemed like a very sort of punishing God. Yeah. And it just never sat well with me, even as a child. But, you know, fast forward coming into my adulthood and, you know, I, I lost my brother about three years ago to addiction Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. No, thank you. And that was a very pivotal point for me. You know, after the loss of my brother, something changed drastically inside of me. 
Mm. And life looked very precious in a whole new way. Wow. And, you know, for a year, um, I was only practicing yoga, not teaching, and crying in Shavasana for like a year. Wow. It was the best way to to get through my grief. Also with therapy and other healing modalities, but mm-hmm. it was really crucial for me in my practice. So fast forward, I'm getting towards, um, you know, my, my higher power and what that looks yeah. like. Um, I spoke earlier about a program that I'm, I'm part of, mm-hmm. um, a 12-step program. And that was really the pivotal uh, switch for me and understanding. Because, you know, I've always resonated with there being a God. And I always believed in, you know, a higher power. I just didn't know how to describe that. Yeah. I didn't know how to connect with it. I knew it was there, but I wasn't having this direct connection and I didn't understand what it really was for me. Mm -hmm. And so through this program, through, through an incredible guide, um, I was able to come to a better understanding of what that felt and looked like for me. And what I had expressed to you is sometimes it's, it's the sun it feels warm mm-hmm. and enveloping. And sometimes it takes the form of a, of a goddess, whether it be um, Matanji, she's an Indian tantric goddess, or mm. sometimes it's a, it's a female Jedi. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Jedi. <laughs> I'm such a Star Wars girl. Um, yes. And, you know, and it's just, it's it's definitely divine feminine energy. It's definitely warmth. It's golden. It's mm. soft. It's badass. It's, yes. You know, it's just, it's a really beautiful understanding of my higher power that I can connect with. So there's this, there's this effortless or not let me say there's this there's this line of communication and connection that feels effortless mm-hmm. you know it's an opportunity now to connect in a way that I never had before mm. and so I'm really really grateful to understand what my higher power looks like for me and everyone gets chance to discern what that is for them, you know? Yes, absolutely. And I'm grateful for my own version and my own understanding. Yeah. And I, I fully agree with that because that's something I realized within myself once I started on my spiritual reawakening, as I call it, cause I grew up in a, in a similar uh, religious dynamic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, from Baptist, Southern Baptist to Pentecost, Pentecostal, non-denominational. I've been to all kinds of churches Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I never really fully understood the the whole, you know, God is a punisher and that never really sat well with me either. Mm -hmm. And I realized once I started, you know, redefining my own spiritual and religious beliefs or whatever, I realized I, I was developing a much more deeper 
relationship with God. I was like, wow, I feel more connected to God now than I've ever felt, mm, you know? Yeah. And, and I just had to trust that process. Cause there were, I mean, there were definitely, you know, cause as you're unlayering all of those beliefs and that conditioning and, you know, you've been in that for so long, it's, it's a little scary coming out of that because that's all, you know, you know, you're having to literally, as we were saying before, learn how to trust yourself, learn how to trust your guidance and where you're being led and directed to, you know, whether it's researching, like you said, different Indian tantric goddesses or whatever, you know, it's kind of all new territory. So you're just having to figure out what resonates with you on a soul level and what, you know, I looked that up and I'm not really feeling that, but I looked at this other part and I fully resonate with that. You know, that's for you, like you said, that's for you to discern and for you to decide like what feels the best to your soul, what feels the most, you know, empowering, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, and it just, it, it's, it's just, it becomes your own too. And, and, Mm -hmm. and it, it, it's a sense of autonomy. Yes. And, and we need that as human beings, you know, I mean, of course I get it. Parents, you know, parents influence us tremendously, especially in our youth, but there's so much beauty in, in getting to, to work. There's so much beauty in becoming an adult. If you're willing to, to venture out and find your own new path yes. that, you know, our, you know, our family story doesn't have to be our story mm. and that we can create new stories and break and break cycles and bring in new, new energy and affect the youth in a different way. You yes. Know? Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. Matanji, Matanji, she's a badass. She's, She's a goss- she's a goddess of um, music and knowledge. Ooh. Yeah, and she there's a beautiful mudra in yoga. We have these these mudras and their hand mm. gestures. Um and it's one of my favorites and it helps with lethargy. It gives you energy. Okay. Yeah, and um so yeah, there's just it's interesting even when you start to um research other cultures and other spiritual um other spirit other forms of spirituality and other cultures mm-hmm. you start to sort of see the thread the common yes yes yeah it's really kind I noticed of, that too yeah it's really kind of amazing and you know we're not so different at the end of the day we're we're, mm-hmm. we're very much connected in the sense of just being human and that yes. in itself is just super powerful yes mm-hmm. and even to just to tie back to what you were saying about you know how spirit shows up for you in all these different ways mm-hmm. i had my own realization as well you know it's like the more the more we get connected to god to spirit to source whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. like you were saying you start to see the commonalities even between the gods and the goddesses of all different cultural spectrums mm-hmm. you know you really start to understand these are just variations of source mm-hmm. this isn't just one thing by itself and it has no connection or attachment to anything else you know mm-hmm. no this is just another manifestation of source energy of spirit energy that we can tap into you know if you need that if, that, if that's the kind of energy that you need to call upon if you need to call on what did you say what, what was her name 
Matanji. Matanji, okay? Mm-hmm. Need that Matanji energy is there for you to access. Yes, you know? so, absolutely. Yes, yeah. so I think when we start looking at it that way, even, you know, when, we, when you go down to some of the more indigenous cultures and they had different gods for the elements, you know, the rain god, or the sun god, the fire god, mm-hmm. all these different gods, it's still just source energy. And, I, I, you know, I, it's it's not separate. It's you're not you're not separating from God. You're just honoring and acknowledging that this is another form and essence of God. Mm, just like yeah. us, right? Like when we tap into our creativity, our multidimensionality, this is just one form of me. This is just one facet of me. But I as a whole being encompass all of these things. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm my identity isn't validated on just one of these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I resonate with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, Lean. Yes. I know we've talked about your music and and you as a yoga instructor and all of these beautiful things that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. What have been some of the, in, the, the, the issues, you would say, that you face in these different industries and how you what's the word how do you look look at them view them right from a point of from a from a perspective i should say that allows for you to really tap into your intuition and use its guidance you know mm-hmm. if things aren't working out for you with your music side or you know maybe um there's some issues going on with your yoga side your yoga industry mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you tap into that to still find clarity at the end of the day Mm -hmm. well yeah I mean it it definitely goes back to our conversation um around you know just being okay with where you are in the process right Mm -hmm. and and you know for me in music let me start there it was you know the needing to hold on to music right and 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 being scared to to share what I have and not trusting that, you know, what I had created was enough. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's been some of my own internal challenges as far as like the music industry goes, like that's a whole entity in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had to detach from just that big machine Mm-hmm, okay. Um, because I'm an independent artist, so I'm not signed to a label. I don't have anybody telling me when to release, how to release. So I have mm-hmm. a sense of independence in that way. But with that independence comes comes challenges, right? You know, mm-hmm. as an independent artist, it is you know it can be challenging getting the awareness. Um, that you want when you don't have the support um, of streaming, you know, streaming services. The the industry is making it difficult for independent artists to to become unless you're unless you're paying for 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 certain services you know Mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's very difficult to get you know the awareness unless you know it takes time you have to build a following so 
you know, finally I, I got to distribution. So I think that's, you know, this year, which is going to be super helpful for me. Okay. One step less that I have to do, because as an independent artist, I will say this, you're doing everything, a lot right. of it, right? I'm grateful because I have a team of women that are helping me, you know, but at still I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of my own time and money and effort into everything that I do. But I'm very grateful for that because it's teaching me a lot about, you know, how to be an artist so that, you know, if, if I'm supposed to be aligned with a label or, or maybe I'll stay independent, then I, I have the knowledge, you know, I haven't skipped any steps Mm -hmm. and that's, that's something that, you know, is important for me is to, to really stay in the process and not try to get to the destination. Mm. And, you know, the music industry, you know, sometimes you'll see artists and it's like, Oh, how did that happen overnight? You know, Mm -hmm. you, you don't know the sort of back end of the story and, you know, it's a very sort of, um, it's a tricky, it's a tricky industry. It's still very male dominated. Um, it still favors the youth. Yeah. And, you know, so it's very, you, you have to prepare yourself mentally and, and spiritually to know mm-hmm. that you are enough in this industry. So I try to detach myself from the entity. Of course, it's like, you know, it's not always easy to do because it's sort of in your face, especially if you're on a social media platform. Right. Um, but I will say, again, this goes back to that spiritual work. The more that I work on myself internally, mm-hmm. the more focused I am on my creativity. And I can be in a place of, of not being distracted on what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. And that is really, really important for me as an artist. And, you know, the challenges of just, you know, you know, it's just wanting to be seen, right? Wanting to be heard, yeah. wanting to be yeah. seen. And, you know, this industry is very saturated. So it's, it requires a lot of, discipline and patience Mm. and teamwork and faith you know I'm just gonna keep having faith and in what I have to offer as a creative you know will be received and I'm just managing expectations Um, Mm -hmm. really important for me right now as an artist yeah yeah I fully resonate with that to just be soft with myself and 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 really again that trust that word trust the process yes yeah. yes as far as yoga goes um it's beautiful i i didn't even have a yoga instagram page mm. this year like i had been teaching i i have been teaching yoga for 11 years now wow and yeah and i didn't know that yeah i never felt the need to get an Instagram before COVID, mm-hmm. I was doing like well, just teaching in 
different, you know, with different um, spaces, whether it be gyms or wellness spaces or yoga studios. Like I was really fulfilled with that. I didn't feel Mm -hmm. the need to take my yoga career to this um, commercial level yet. I, I just, I was okay with just the one-on-one, one-on-one, well, not one-on-one, but the in-person experience. I was Mm -hmm. very fulfilled with that. So then when COVID happened, then I decided to do an Instagram and then it was like, oh, wow. Oh, you know, there were moments where I was like, wow, maybe I should have started this earlier. There's a whole Mm. world I was not tapping into. And, but you know, that's, that's that thing of like, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I can't go into the past. I can only be here in the present. And right now I have a page and I have a modest following, but I have Mm -hmm. a community of practitioners and yogis that appreciate me and receive me and that and I'm very grateful for. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And we'll definitely be sure to to link all of your Instagrams to in the show notes. Absolutely. So people can find you, follow you. Thank you. All of that. Uh-huh. hundred percent. Appreciate that. So we're going to start winding down and, but I do have a couple more questions for you because we were already kind of tapping into that inner child work a little bit. So I'm curious to know if you could tell your younger self anything, right. Based off everything that you've learned within up until this point in your life what would you tell her Mm, I would say lean shine your light bright Mm. own your Mm. voice it was 11 11 sorry my 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 timer was like 1 11 11 (laughs) right after you said that shine your light bright sis wow be your authentic self Mm-hmm. And know that is a beautiful place to be. Trust the process. Mm. Laugh more. Live. Know that you are protected and you are nourished and you are loved. And know that you are special just as you are. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak my truth. And thank you so much for these beautiful, thoughtful questions. Oh, my pleasure. So lovely. This has been a great experience. You said what? Oh, I was just going to say. Thank you, thank you for holding the space here. This has been such oh, an incredible experience for me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to let us know that you're on the cusp of? Any other new projects coming up? Maybe an EP, an album? Yeah, there is going to be a project coming. Definitely. I'm on the cusp of that for sure. Yes. I'm in a very open place with writing and exploring my voice. Um, I'm on the cusp of something beautiful with incorporating music and and, and spirituality, the chanting. That's, Mm. I'm going to be sharing more of that with others. And um, 
I'm I might be a mother. Oh, whoa. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, my partner and I are trying. So that is so crazy you say that because I literally I had a thought the other day and I was like, I wonder if Wayne's ever gonna have kids. Yeah. I wonder if she, I didn't know if she wanted kids. I'm open. I'm so open. Yes. Yeah, I'm open. Whatever life throws me, let's just do it. (laughs) (laughs) I just unlocked something in my soul hearing you say that. I don't know why or what, but that, no, I, wow, I love that. Thank you. I love that. Oh, my goodness. What God has in store. (laughs) Oh, that's such a beautiful space to be in. Best of luck with you, you two, on that. And, oh, love, man. Oh. Love, so beautiful. Giving you a hug through the virtual. Oh, giving you a hug as well. Oh, one more thing before you go. I've been dying to ask you this question because um, this is about yoga. Yes. I usually do yoga um, just kind of intuitively as of late, like I'd say the last couple of months. But I do have an account that I follow mm-hmm. who who you know has great yoga videos da, 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 da. and I remember I went on YouTube one day and I was like why don't Lean have a page she needs to get a, yoga page, a YouTube page and I can go in here and look at her yoga video <laughs> maybe okay. one thing at a time I just got an Instagram <laughs> alright I was going to put that in your ear because I, I promise you I was like oh, does Lean have a YouTube like she needs to get a YouTube <laughs> girl there are so many platforms no. Yeah, but you know what? I received that. I really received that. Thank you so yeah. much. That's beautiful. Maybe one day, maybe we'll yes. just sprinkle it out, out there into the universe and see what happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, what if you do like a like a nine month series during like during your pregnancy Ooh, journey? Cool. That could be a thing. That could be yeah. a thing. Cause then you hit you hit all the spectrums. Saying, <laughs> you get everybody. I mean, for real. <laughs> I'm open. I'm just gonna. Yes. I'm gonna leave it there too. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be open, and it's a good place to be. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, before you go, love, is there? Um, where can people find you? Yeah. Website. You have a, a preference of Instagram. Yeah. So you can find me um, in regards to my music. You can find me at official dot lean and that's L E E N. And you can check out my link tree with where my YouTube channel is. Mm. And you can visit my music site at lean music dot com mm, lovely yes. and as far as my yoga page it's align with lean so align with l-e-e-n and i have a lot of different uh reels to watch oh fun yeah, for check that out mm-hmm. there's a lot of great reels where i delve into explanations and yeah, Ooh, and, oh, and a, a website will be coming soon. My yoga website will be coming soon. Oh, yeah. beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I love that. Yes, you, you've got a lot of things. I see, I see now. I yeah, see. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot. 
but it's just one day at a time, one thing at a time, making sure I just carve at it piece by piece. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, love. This has been such a soul fueling, soul firing. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. It's just beautiful. That's what it was. It's just absolutely such a beautiful discussion. I love when we can just come together, talk about art, talk about spirituality, our intuition. Yes. Spirit, source, God, all of it. Why not? Why not? The exchange was just just as incredible for me, truly. Thank you. Thank you again for holding this space and and allowing um, for me to to be myself. Yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. Right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, love. Thank you so, so much. Bye, love. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.